Welcome to the Executive Function Podcast, where we make the invisible keys to success easy for you to teach your child. We'll go beyond theory to proven action, helping you create peace and independence at home and at school. With your host, educational author, award-winning teacher, and celebrated learning coach, Sarah Kesti. Hey, welcome to the Executive Function Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Kesty, and this week we are talking about planners, agendas. I know that does not sound like fun, but trust me, there's a whole bunch of executive function hacks that we can put in place to make a planner, agenda, whatever you call it, really successful for your child. So, and I do need to do a cheesy shout out to Jackie Borgia, who is a high school counselor who emailed me this question and said, hey, do you have a recommendation for a good student agenda for someone who lacks executive function skills? And I thought long and hard about it. I've tried probably 40 different planners with students. And honestly, the ones that work are the ones that are customized and that the student understands how to use. So usually that means making it yourself. The great thing is I'm going to provide you a whole bunch of resources on that. Just some like beta test pages that you can modify for your child and see how they work. So that will be at sarahkesty.com forward slash episode seven. And um, those will be downloadable, not PDFs, but a changeable document for you so that you can modify for your kid. And we'll talk about those in just a bit. So sarahkesty.com forward slash episode seven for those. And let's get started. So a couple of things that need to be included in every planner, regardless of um, if you buy it or if you make it, would be a yearly overview type calendar. So something that shows the chunks of time for the school year. So something like um, that maybe delineates each section before the progress reports or um, just somehow shows the components of time in a large overview. It could be just one page. It could be the student calendar from the school website. Something like that that shows the chunks of time in big fashion. And that kind of gives the overview for pacing. It's also a good space to go to when you're feeling like you're running out of energy. You can look back and say, wow, look how much I've already knocked out. So um, you'd be amazed at how many students are like, what? The semester's over? I mean, and it's legitimately surprised because they haven't checked in with that. So having a yearly reference page is a must for our planners. There should also be monthly pages, so maybe a whole page for each month and include the weekends because, of course, we have to plan for fun. And um, those should be either, and this is where you can customize it, it can be all together. So the whole year, January's page one, February page two, well, actually, it probably would start when the school year starts. So it's a little bit different, but again, it's up to your child. If it makes more sense to start in January, then have a January through June planner. That's all right. Whatever makes sense for your brain is the right thing to do with your planner. So monthly pages could also be kind of like the chapter headers for each section of weekly pages. So what I mean is you could have a January page and then have the spreads for each week in January behind it. And then have a February page and then have the February weeks behind it. So see what I mean? Sort of like a chapter one and then it's the monthly calendar and then the week pages sort of make the chapter. 
you could do that as well. I prefer in the planner that I make for myself to put the pages all together so that I can overview the months on their own and then sort of go through and see how they develop over time. Because I have to use the strategy of backwards planning too when I know something's coming up, making sure that I'm putting little steps in to get towards that. And I'm sure we will have a backwards planning podcast soon. So hang tight on that one. And there's there's a little bit of information online as well on that. So if you wanted to Google it and get a jump start, go for it. Okay, so so far planners should have a yearly overview type calendar, monthly pages, weekly spreads with lots of space for daily items. And this is where I'm going to give you a lot of downloadable examples, but you can separate the time by subject. You could do it by time chunk. So instead of going by math, science, history, maybe do it by morning, afternoon, evening. Some brains need it separated by time and not by topic. So it's going to depend on your child's needs, but those are some ideas for the weekly spread. But definitely, definitely have at least one page, maybe even spread it across two pages for each week because that's that's the time unit where I see the most success in planning. If you over plan each day, you can kind of lose some time in the perfectionism of planning out each hour. And of course, we're human. Nothing's going to go hour by hour exactly as we plan. So setting up a weekly view is a little bit easier to avoid some of the frustration of, I planned it this way and it didn't go this way. So um, so we got yearly overview, monthly overview, weekly plans, and then don't forget to include some blank pages. So the blank pages can be for writing notes or self-realization. So you could even head some of the pages like, I realize that my brain needs or I study best when, and sort of put the blank pages in as a space for your child to reflect on his or her own learning. Um, It's super effective to put them in the back, so that way you always know where they are. It's easy access, that sort of thing. Another thing that your planner needs for sure is reference materials. So things that you're going to need to look at throughout the school year, like the school schedule, important phone numbers, sports practice schedules. Um, You can sort of make it a little bit cryptic so it's not way obvious that they're passwords, but put in your your child's school email. Or if they have online programs like Achieve 3000 is the one we use for reading, make sure that they have their Achieve 3000 login information. All the things that could end up spending or taking a whole bunch of time in class to find, make it easy. Make a cheat sheet. That is a-okay. A lot of successful adults do that. So that's not babyish. That is a really, really important strategy to include in your planner. Saves so much time. All right. Um, also, make sure that you include a way to keep reference materials as they come. So, of course, you're going to do your best to collect everything at the beginning. So, the um, maybe even include some of the syllabus syllabi <laughs> from the teachers inside of the planner. So, just as a page. But, you know... Maybe in March, wrestling starts, for example. You're going to get the wrestling schedule. Make sure you have like an envelope or some sort of system that has like a pocket for your child to put 
loose papers inside of his planner because you're not going to be able to have everything all at once to bind it all together. So you need to account for that by having some sort of pocket or folder system incorporated into the planner. Um, another great thing that you can put inside of those pockets would be sticky notes and flags and things like colorful um, reminders for our brains to be able to say, oh, wait, this is important. Or a sticky note can be a great visual reminder, too, for a student to say, hey, I need to finish this tonight and stick the sticky note right on the front of their planner or on their cell phone or whatever. But if you're recognizing that there are tools that could be included just little papers or things like that inside of the planner make sure that you include them from the start and encourage your child to use them um and then you can customize so there's a whole bunch of things that you can customize for your planner pages uh, you can definitely cute it up if you want to there's a whole bunch of like if your child has a favorite artist they can design their own planner cover I mean they could get a whole bunch of pictures online and you can print it out in color have it laminated and then bind it um, the last time I had it done I think it was about $12 total to have it like the harder lamination and then have it bound and it was great I use it every week for my planning every day actually um for my planning for my teaching so that's something that you can customize and make cute you can also we talked about it a little bit before but order the calendar pages so do you want all the months together in the front or do you want them in like chapter headings it's up to you it's up to your child actually um but you can customize that you can also customize the time chunks for the daily pages so what i mean is you can add a section for before school you could add a section for after school um I know that I include those so that I can plan ahead for my meetings or maybe things that I absolutely need to accomplish before my students arrive. I stick those in the before school section. So your child could use the before school section for what do I need to bring that day. Maybe I can see that in the after school section tomorrow, I have rugby practice, so I definitely need to bring my rugby gear. I'm not going to pretend like I know what rugby gear is, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, the right clothes and shoes. So making sure that there's space that fits your child's lifestyle. So if they have busy after schools, make sure that you have some space for them to take their after school notes. Um, or at least have jot down what is after school, even if it's a regular practice. So even if it's, oh, it's always Tuesday, they should know that they do rugby on Tuesday. Remember, we're not shitting on our kids. So just add it, add it to the planner. Even if it seems redundant and duh, my kids got it, it's fine. Just that practice is what we're working on. So remember, we're not focused on necessarily the assignment or the task. We're focused on the practice of the good habit of writing down what's coming up so that we can anticipate what we need to bring, what we need to get prepared. Okay. So you're thinking about the time chunks on your daily pages. You could include pre-labeled sections for each subject and then within those pre-labeled sections you could have the components that happen weekly so for example every friday in the english class that i co-teach we expect students to have read two articles online through our achieve 3000 reading program 
that's something that happens every week, that would be something that I could put in my child's planner to say, hey, you have to have this done by Friday, maybe with a little checkbox, maybe with a little reward assigned to it, something to keep it monitored. And if I know that that happens consistently, shoot, I can put it in the planner pages before I even print them so that it's there. It's pre-slugged, it's ready to go, it's customized for my kid. You could also have um, a section for breaking down larger tasks. So we're going to talk about backwards planning in a future segment. But if you know that that's something that you want to do, that you want to demonstrate breaking down time physically on the page, then leave a little bit of extra space at the bottom of the weekly pages so that you have some space to write or plan out. Another idea that's included in the example pages that I made for you would be to have some reflection space. So this week I learned or my biggest goal this week is. And that way you have some of that metacognition and that empowering thinking that we're working on with our kids built into the planner so that it's sort of like a sneaky structure like, oh, you have to do this. It's in the planner. (laughs) Well, really, we made the planner, but... The idea is to incorporate it as practice so that we're encouraging that line of thinking, that reflective, that empowering, I'm not a victim, I have control over my circumstances. All right. Um, So a great idea is to reach out to the teachers and really look at the syllabus and have sort of like a detective time with your child. So what I mean is say, hmm. Is there anything you notice that happens every week? So in your math class, what do you notice about the tests? Like, what's the schedule? Oh, we have a test every Friday. Huh. Okay. So what night would do you think would make sense to study? Or which nights, actually? Um Because remember, we did a podcast a few weeks ago about studying, and the brain shows that if you study in smaller chunks... It's way more effective. So maybe Wednesday, Thursday night if you have a test coming up. But that's another thing that you can add to the planner as well is to take these strategies that you're learning and make them part of the daily practice by incorporating them into the planner. So let's say you know that you have a math quiz every Friday. Well, then Wednesday, Thursday nights are your time to study or Tuesday, Thursday You take a break on Wednesday night. Again, it's whatever works for your child, but the idea is that you are planning backwards. So you're looking at what's coming up and saying, hmm, what can I do to be successful to get those items done? So if you reach out to the teacher and they provide the information about the class structure, that can be huge for setting up the planner because then you really know how to customize it. And I provided a draft email that you can customize to send to the teacher to ask for those certain things. Because sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, I'll reach out. And then maybe you get intimidated or you forget or um, maybe you don't know what to ask. Well, I've included it in the freebie this week. So sarahkesty.com forward slash episode seven has a draft email from you and your child or just a draft email from your child depending on your child's independence level, um, where he is with self-advocating, and where you are with sort of passing over the reins. Um, 
which I know is crazy difficult. I definitely tend to be a mama bear at school and I have to remind myself like back off. You can't be their prompt. You have to empower their brains. So it's still something I'm working on, but um, the example emails are both there for you at the end of the download. So you'll see that as well. All right. When you set up the planner, so you've got your yearly, you've got your monthly, and then you're working on the weekly. The weekly spaces are where you're going to need to tweak it. And likely you're not going to get it right the first or second or third time, or your child's schedule might change. All of those things, please expect them so they're not frustrations. And a good way to save money and paper is to sort of beta test your planner before you actually commit to having it laminated and bound. So what I mean is print out a couple pages, staple them, and call it good. So start using them. Start using them in the ways that you would if it was a real bound planner, but just test it out. Did this work? Do you need to move something around to make it visually make sense? Um, Did you forget to include something? Are you not using a section that can go? All of those things um, are really helpful to reflect on, plus Going through that create and reflect process will be hugely helpful for your kid to recognize again that he or she has power over their lives, that they are developing that metacognition, thinking about the way that they think, and also developing organizing skills. So um, getting in the habit of including those weekly things, even if it's Oh, well, always on Tuesday I do this, including it on the plan so that you know kind of how your time is used and how to backwards plan on what you need to bring for those things. Once you have the planner set up, schedule daily times, daily times to look at it so that it becomes routine. Okay, so don't think that this is going to be the magic bullet that just because it exists It will solve the organization and planning issues that your child has. Nope. (laughs) You could have anything come into existence, but if you don't use it, it's not going to be helpful. So make sure that you schedule time, maybe in the evenings, maybe in the mornings, depending on your child's energy level and kind of where they are with being open to um, the coaching questions that you would provide. But make sure that you have that time scheduled so that it's part of the routine, so that it's useful. And then um, you can also try like a weekly overview. I like to do mine on Sunday evenings. Some people find that Fridays are actually a better time because things are winding down and you kind of have that as like a last step before you get it done. But looking at it like a weekly overview of what's coming up and then anticipating what roadblocks could I hit? What support might I need? Those types of things. Remember, it's helpful for the week for sure because if you think like, oh yeah, it's um, my birthday and I need to bring cupcakes. I better plan for what day I'm going to go shop for the cupcakes or make the cupcakes. That's helpful for your success in the week. But also the bigger picture is that line of thinking Our brains are sort of developing highways, and the more you use it, the smoother it is. It's the opposite of actual traffic. So the more you use those neural pathways, you're strengthening, and you're making it smoother and faster and more consistent. So making sure that you're using the planner in the weekly and the daily view will help support that line of thinking so that ultimately when your child is independent, he is very successful at using this strategy. Okay, 
So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about some of the ideas that I put in the planner pages for you. And like I said before, they're editable. (laughs) It's not a word, editable, Um, because I want to make sure that they work for you. So the very first page that you'll find has Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday across the top. And then it has the days broken down into time chunks. So not by subject, but time chunk. And then it also has things that maybe your child consistently forgets. I really went by theme of what my kids struggle with at school. So before school, so the time chunk before school could include tasks that need to be done, like feed the dog. And I know that seems so silly, like, duh, it should happen every day. But if it's helpful to write it down and cross it off, who does it hurt? You could try that. Or or before school could also include um, packing your backpack or thinking about things that you need to bring. So if those are things that are consistently a struggle for your child, you can actually type that in and have it be something that your child fills out every day. So to do or to bring to school, things like that. Um, the next section says things to turn in because how many of our awesome kids do such great work and then forget to turn it in? And teachers are still sometimes inflexible about, oh, you missed the deadline, sorry. And can you imagine how frustrating that is for a kid that worked so hard on something? So having your planner be a prompt to turn things in could really be helpful. Not the magic bullet. Remember, we have to use it in practice, not just theory. But um, just having, again, that moment to say, hey, I know this is tricky for you. Let's write it down as a reminder. There's a section for things to do, what to bring home, and a homework section. So that's one way to organize a planner that maybe identifies some of the organizational brain holes for your child, so to speak, Um, you know, things that he struggles with during the week that you've recognized that could be acknowledged in the planner. The next page has it again, the days are across the top, but this one has it so that um, it's separated by subject. So English, math, social studies, science, elective. Remember, this is editable. So if your child has a block schedule, you could go through and cross off the days that the child doesn't have the class. Or um, if your child has different class names, titles, you can absolutely customize that. Um And then inside of the box, I just put an example of ideas of prompts that you could put within the daily schedule. So inside the Monday English box, it says turn in, and then it also says homework. And those are two prompts that are pre-slugged that could be in the planner every day so that you have them as acknowledgement of, oh yeah, I need to get in the practice of turning things in. I need to make sure that I'm including my homework and writing it down. So those, again, it's not going to work for everybody, but those are ideas of ways that you can customize the weekly pages. There's also at the bottom of this one, a couple of spots to write due dates. So again, thinking, and when we think of time, we have to think of it in different chunks, daily, weekly, monthly. Um, There's a spot for your child to write down due dates and then also things to bring home. So if there's a certain book that he needs to bring home once in a while or for the duration of a project, there's a spot to write that down as well. And then, you know, in thinking of it, this is only as good as it is used well. 
you could have um, your child set some alarms on his phone that say, like, say you get out at 3.15, at 3.10, his alarm will ring to say, look at your planner to prompt him to look and see what he needs to bring home. Lots of ways to make this work. Again, you're going to have to really practice and see what works for your child, but there's some great ideas in here, and I can't wait to hear from you on how they work. Another idea, so the third example page actually has the pages filled out again by subject, but this time it has the weekly repeating patterns, like the assignments that happen all the time, um, already slugged in. So you'll see that the Monday has the Achieve 3000 reading example um, already put in with a little checkbox so that when your child has it done, boop, it goes off the list. Um, there's also a spot again to see, oh, on Fridays we have a math quiz. Well, then maybe I need to be doing my math practice problems at least Thursday night, preferably one other night or maybe many other nights, depending on how um, how much math you can squeeze out of your kid. No, I shouldn't say it that way. Um, what Just depending on your child's brain. If he does little teeny chunks, then maybe every day in the week. If he can do sort of more moderate chunks, maybe two or three days a week. And then at the bottom, I have an example of some reflective space where your child can put down their main focus in the week, um, even some metrics on how they'll know. So I'll know I achieved my goal or made good progress when... And then a plan for a reward. So what your child will get. And it doesn't always have to be food. I know that is so hard because that's usually our go-to in our culture. But it could be time. It could be an opportunity, like you'll drive them to the skate park. (laughs) It could be um, time with a friend. It could be renting a movie. Oh, that's sort of old school, isn't it? Movies are pretty well available, but you catch my drift. Renting a game? Do we rent games still? All right. Um, So point being, though, that you plan for a reward because remember, that really helps give our brains that focus juice, that anticipatory dopamine to say, ooh, I have this coming. And that can sometimes make the difference in your motivation to actually get going and stay going. Okay. We have talked a bunch about planners. I'm really excited to hear how these work for you. Again, remember there are essential components like the different breakdowns of time, making sure you're including reference materials, pockets so that you can put in those last minute leafs of paper that um, have reference information. Make sure you have a cheat page for your child's logins that they need all the time. And then you can customize the space for the weeks and um, any other components that you feel would be helpful for your child. So please incorporate your child in making this. It could end up being a huge tool that they carry throughout their lives. All right, my dears, there is no pep talk this week because I think you and your child have a bunch of work to do on getting your planners set up. So I will talk with you next week. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Executive Function Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please head over to sarahkesty.com where you'll find more resources and chances to connect with others. And please remember to like and review the show wherever you listen to this podcast. We're eager to transform the lives of even more families. 